Welcome to Let's Talk 50 Plus, a podcast that brings you engaging conversations about life after 50. Every week, we bring you stories with experts in their field. Let's Talk 50 Plus, where we talk all things related to aging gracefully, maintaining a healthy lifestyle and embracing new opportunities. Whether you're a seasoned listener or a newcomer to the world of podcasts, join me and don't forget to like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss a single episode. Today, we're talking about the digital divide. It's a topic that has garnered a lot of attention in recent years, and it's all about the gap between those who have access to digital technologies, just like the internet, and those who don't. In this ever-evolving digital arena, it's becoming increasingly crucial to address this divide and ensure that everyone has equal opportunities to harness the benefits of the digital world. So we're delving into that today with none other than Professor Green. Morning, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm all right. Relatively well rested, which is is not always uh, not always the way with a two and a half year old. Well, this is it. I mean, you, is is it your firstborn? This one. It is, yeah. I bet that was a learning curve, wasn't it? It, it, it still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's ever changing, isn't it? It's no, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if people did tell me how difficult um, trying and testing parenting can be, or if I just wasn't listening. Um, but I do think there's a few things that people admit when they tell you about all the trials and tribulations of parenting. So we're talking today about the digital divide because, because of course, parenting in, in 2023 is is so different as it was even 10 years ago. Definitely, yeah. Um, and, you know, poverty is a problem. 30% of all households in the UK exist in poverty, 85% of which say they struggle with connectivity due mm. to data poverty, not being able to afford to remain connected, which is... You know, there's the obvious connection, the the literal connection to a network. But beyond that, there's the connection to to your networks, your family network, your support network, to the the greater support network that exists by way of the wealth of information that exists on the internet. And especially as new parents, you know, there's I can't tell you the amount of times I panicked and, and was able to quell that panic or solve said problem by by googling something. Mm. And uh, this really came to the fore during the pandemic, of course. Definitely. Um, you know, it's important to remember people often just think, oh, well, you know, it's just about whether or not you can stream an episode of Peppa Pig, but it's so much more than that. So much of our lives are digital now, whether it's doctor's appointments, antenatal appointments, there's so much that's shifted um, to being digital during the pandemic, which hasn't shifted back to being in person now. Because you, you became a dad during the pandemic. Am, am, I, am I right in saying that? Yeah, I did, which was um, which was uh, yeah interesting. You kind of just think that you know you pass the three month part, the three month mark. Sorry, you think you pass the three month mark, and that that it's just a given that everything runs smoothly from yeah. there. But we found out that's not always the case. And the more parents you talk to, you find out just how difficult and trying and testing and sad and scary pregnancy can be. And then you know you go through the birth, and there was a lot of. There was I was able to be there for the birth, thank God. Yeah. But I was um there was a lot of time spent in car parks, not really sure what was happening during the pregnancy. I mean it was it was a scary time generally, but I mean becoming a dad for the first time, becoming parents for the first time, that that's really scary anyway. It is. And you know, parenting with a device can become isolating. Um but poverty is isolating too, and the combination of those two things is a is a frightening one to think about. And that's why I think it's really great that three have teamed up with Good Things Foundation in support of their national data bank to to help provide free prepaid sims to people who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford them. 
Because this, in 2023, we, we touched on this earlier, the, the fact that parenting has changed, but we need to have data, we need to have connectivity, because that is what society requires us to need now. Completely. You know, it's, it, anyone who'd go, well, you know, our parents got by. Yeah, but everyone's parents got by because that wasn't how they communicate. Yeah. So again, it does come back to that connectivity and being able to reach your network, which is incredibly important. And this is how, you know, this is a way of life now, like it or not. This is this is how, you know, it, it's entirely ingrained in our lives, isn't it? This is how we, we communicate largely, be it with friends, family um you know to research things to find things out watching tutorials on how to sterilize things and making sure you're doing things right to mm. read up on weaning especially that was something that you know i rem i think i blanked a lot of the early stages out because they were quite stressful sleep deprivation is the sleep deprivation around parenthood isn't like going to glastonbury for, five <laughs> and for six weeks it's, it's uh i stupidly thought yeah i've done glastonbury hardly slept for five days <laughs> no you're, you're not going to be fine it's gonna it's it's hard especially when mum and dad are both trying to do everything and then you have you know two irrational parents because the first part of your brain that goes due to sleep deprivation is a part which allows you to rationalize no one needs two irrational parents under the same roof it's 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 testing what about um, your support yeah. what about your support structure was was that is that quite strong um so my family's quite uh, I don't like to use the word fractured because then that goes to, you know, kind of veers towards a turn of phrase broken home, which I think is entirely unuseful, but it's, it's interesting. You know, I've, I was brought up by my grandmother. My mum is still around. My dad isn't. Um, but you know, my nan is Islamane's great grandmother. She's a bit too old to be taking care of him and things have yeah. moved Well, as much as there's moved as much of, as much as they've moved on, things are, are still similar in what you need to to give a child in order to keep them well and happy and looked after. So, you know, she's been around as much as she can be, but it was during COVID. We we didn't really have a support network outside of outside of our phones and each other. And I suppose it, it geographically it depends on where you are as well, as far as uh, digital access. If you are in, in a remote part of the country, then it's really difficult on that scale too. There's so many problems that present if you're if there's a barrier between you and connectivity. Um, it, it's yeah. I mean, I, I and I'm sure most people will relate to this. If I didn't have my phone, things would get very difficult quite quickly because yeah. I've come to rely on it so much. This is something you feel very passionate about. This though, isn't it? Is is breaking down that digital divide. Yeah. And beyond that, just the divide in general, I grew up in a low income household. So for all of the luxuries that life has afforded me since I, I became successful at nearly 30 years old. Um, you, you still know, look my, young, though, man. My anxiety. My anxiety. Thank you. My anxiety, <laughs> but my I don't know if I believe you. But having, a, having a kid has definitely aged me somewhat. Um lost my train of thought there that's, uh, that's me throwing a compliment in that's that that's yeah, what I, that I, was if you, if you said something horrible <laughs> I don't know how to deal with it, but people say something nice to me and i want to hide my belly button get awkward you made me awkward I'm oh man don't be, don't be awkward um but it's it's important isn't it and how far do you think this can go i mean how you got you got a voice and this is what the, the great thing about you is is you talking that about something was, like this there you go you've put the train back on its track there so, we are yeah, see it's i just think you know i've no matter how you know no matter what life affords me now it, I'm never going to not have those working class anxieties. I want things for be diff to be different for my son, but also to use my platform and my voice for things that, you know, not just for me and my rap songs, not just for me bleeding my heart out, but to hopefully raise awareness of plights and causes which need attention. And it's so important to have someone like that doing that as well. 
But also it's important to do this and thank you for giving us the space to because if someone doesn't have the option to you know afford connectivity it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation they may not otherwise be aware of the support that exists by you know good things foundation and the data bank it's it's so important that people understand that there is help out there but being able to access it is in you know is as important I mean, there's so many things to for government and things like that to fight for at the moment. But connectivity is one of the. It might not seem important, but it so is, isn't it? And the pandemic proved that. Yeah, and for people trying to improve their situation, you know, whether it's by way of education, a lot of courses take place online. Mm. You know, job application, a lot of a lot of job applications have to be submitted online. Connectivity is hugely important, not just for for people who are in a situation, but for those trying to get out of that situation as well. And I, I suppose with old with grandparents and and things like that, they they didn't have this digital age. They didn't know. They maybe... don't, but they do. I still, I you know, one of the ways that I keep in touch with with my nan largely is by way of of my phone even yeah no she looks like a thumb because i can only <laughs> don't tell her that head in the seat she was well, because i can only see her forehead because <laughs> she doesn't understand she has to hold the phone far enough away from that for me to see her but they you know they didn't have these things but we do yeah um and you know it's, it's it's taken for granted i take it for granted most people will because it's just something that we've grown used to having access to but there are people in a situation where accessing and you yeah, raise an interesting point. The difficulty, yeah, because I mean, you're also training the older generation to use that tech as well. Yeah, you know, my nan can. I mean, she's not that good with emojis. Um, <laughs> she, she, I'm not sure she's quite understood that yet. She hasn't understood the assignment. Um, but she, uh, yeah, but you know, she can send and receive text messages and make calls, which is really, really handy because you know we we talk about all the general use, but sometimes you know you need a phone for connectivity because of emergency. When when you are without your tech for for whatever reason, it's it's a major panic station, isn't it? Yeah, it can be unless it's done intentionally. And I think it's you know it's always something important to 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 be aware of. And you know people will say you know it's, people shouldn't have too much screen time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know this is way, this goes way deeper than you know letting your kids watch too much television. It's really really important for for people to be able to remain connected. And and for your child growing up, of course, they're not going to know anything different. This is going to be basic stuff. It's scary, isn't it? I know. I, I didn't realise I'd gotten old until I spoke to someone who was much younger than me, about <laughs> twenty years. Um, even the idea that someone could be eighteen and be twenty-one years younger than me is frightening. I don't know, I know. when that happened. Yeah. Um, but you know, just they're they're so they're, they're so much more apt and better versed in using technology. It's happening. I'm getting old. No, not yet, fella, not yet. Uh, but where do you think this is going to go? I mean, do you think this digital divide is going to narrow? Do you think it is going to dissipate? Um, I would hope so, especially with, you know, with three doing what they're doing and hopefully, you know, other companies will follow suit because it's important that people help those in need. It really is. And and hopefully it will become a time when poverty, well, digital poverty, if, if we can call it that, will, will not exist. I mean, I would hope so. I would hope so. It, it's something that is, it's it's a necessity for day-to-day -day life now, isn't it? As we spoke about, you know, whether it's job applications, online courses, educational purposes, information, queries, or, you know, a bit of respite from your day, mm. a little break, um, something that you can engage your child with that allows you to be able to cook their food safely, you know, or 
get the cleaning done it's you know it's 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 not another parent but you know under supervision it's it's a very very good tool to be able to i'm not a single parent but there's many times when i have to parent on my own mm. you know, as there is with most people because you're not always with your partner or someone else you trust with your child um and it can give you just enough time to be able to get the dinner ready sometimes and and doing what you do for a living i suppose digital is is helping you stay at home and look after your little one as well isn't it yeah it does being able to work from home a lot more um by way of zoom and the like um, it gives me the opportunity to and this is something that ties into this all as well like i'm generation y i'm a millennial just born 83 <laughs> um and we're the first generate you know the first generation who are spending you know i think in some instances it's like triple the time that generations of fathers before us have spent with their children mm. um doesn't mean we've got the knowledge to do that yet we're still playing catch-up so again you know the connectivity issue would be a huge problem as far as being a learning father do you know the stats as, as far as the uk is concerned are we are we worse off digitally than than america for example comparatively i don't know but you know it's a pretty staggering statistic to say that 30 percent of our country exists in poverty and 85 percent of those households struggle with connectivity it's insane isn't it it's frightening if someone wants to find out more information about this where, where can they go to um, firstly, if they have access to the internet, they can visit goodthingsfoundation.org for more information. Um, if not, or if they'd rather talk to someone face-to-face, -face, they can pop into their local three branch and ask a member of staff. They're not just there to sell you stuff. They're also there to provide support. And can't let you go just yet without asking about what your, I mean, obviously your daddy role is, is ongoing. Um, what are you doing job-wise at the moment? What what you got coming up? I've got a single coming out on Friday called Nothing Before It's Time. This is turn of phrase my great-grandmother used to use all the time before it's time Stephen <laughs> patience is a virtue which I'm only just beginning to understand now I've, I've had a kid um uh, ahead of an EP that comes out on the 29th of September um so next year we're releasing an album as well so that means I'll be back out gigging are you are you recording it in a, in a proper studio or are you doing it at home digitally um a combination of the two so oh, i see that's so clever studio at home <laughs> oh is it right okay and and i have no doubt your little one is what's your little one's name his name's slimane slimane uh, is that it's, it's the arabic solomon it means man of peace oh wow um, all he's done so far is is make noise not very peaceful well dude. um <laughs> but he's got time yeah absolutely has he started he's singing yet he's a, has he started singing yet yeah, yeah there's lots of he, <laughs> Yeah, I asked him to sing my song and he was doing it up until I got the camera out and then he went, I mean, how does daddy's song go? He goes, bim bom, bim. <laughs> He's nicked from Pepper Pig. Well, you know, I mean, that could be a title of a new track, maybe. Maybe. It could happen. Uh, <laughs> you're on all over, all over the socials as well, aren't you? Just name check those for us as well. Yeah, um, relating to parenthood, actually, I started um, an Instagram, the Unlikely Dads Club which is um, a great source of, if not information, entertainment. I've put all my mishaps on there um, just to kind of encourage fathers to 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 engage and to, to let them know that we're all going through the similar or same, similar or same situations. Um, and obviously my, my, all my socials are slash Professor Green on everything where you can keep up to date with everything else. I think you, you've hit the nail on the head though. I mean, there, there is no right way i mean we, we mentioned the whole book thing earlier but there's there's no right way is there everybody does it differently 
you just have to tend to your child. I think it's really important to be present and be aware of your child's needs. And they will differ vastly from that of another child, not least of all because they develop at such different rates and in such different ways. Yeah. And I say that just from spending time with other parents and their children, which was not something I ever did before I had a kid. <laughs> Well, understandably, I was the worst uncle in the world to my mate. No, you know, like seriously, like bad. Just like no, 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 no. I don't want anything to do with them. Um, and now I've had a kid, and I used to get stopped by all the the dog walkers in the park walking my dog. But now it's parents. So it takes me ages to get anywhere. Yeah. Well, listen. Oh, how old is he? How old is she? I'm genuinely interested in a way that I never was. It, it does change you having a kid. It does. It's it's, it's massively life changing. Listen, it's been fun. Yeah, good and bad. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Um, the very Thank best you. luck with the the single and stuff as well. And and thanks for coming on and and helping us bridge this divide today. It's so important. Thank you so much, Stephen Professor Green. Uh, great to talk to you. You too. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Let's Talk 50 Plus. And remember that life after 50 is a new chapter filled with endless possibilities. And our discussions here are a testament to that. It's never too late to chase your dreams, rediscover your passions or explore uncharted territories. So let's embrace this remarkable phase of life with open arms, a curious mind, a heart Full of enthusiasm, let's challenge societal norms and redefine what it means to be 50 plus. Let's celebrate the wisdom and experience that comes with age and let's inspire others to do the same. And remember that age is just a number. It's the experiences, the connections and the stories that truly define us. Each one of you has a unique story to tell and I encourage you to share it with the world. Your voice matters and your perspective is invaluable. As we conclude today, I want to remind you to keep seeking knowledge, keep nurturing your relationships and keep pursuing your passions. Let's continue to support and uplift one another on this beautiful journey called life. Thank you for joining me on Let's Talk 50 Plus. Until the next time, keep dreaming, keep growing and keep embracing the wisdom that comes with age. Remember, you're never alone. We're all in this together. And keep living your best life. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share so you never miss an episode. My name is Phil Hoyles. This is Let's Talk 50 Plus.